Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Pittsburgh Steelers not closing the door, Perloff, on looking for a new quarterback. Their owner said they're not closing the door on anything. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We're live Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. We've got so much Super Bowl stuff to get to. But when something like this crosses our desk with the Pittsburgh Steelers, we got to stop on it for a moment because this quarterback situation was one of the diciest in the league at the end of the season between Kenny Pickett getting hurt then trying to have this sort of emergency tightrope surgery to get back on the field. Meanwhile, Mason Rudolph came in the third stringer and took his job at the end of the season. Yeah, they were my Super Bowl pick, and we're here in Las Vegas, and there is no black and yellow here, black and gold. I was wrong. The Steelers, uh, I don't think it's probably too late for them this year. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Maybe they're going to have to wait till next year. But it's funny. I don't even think of them as a playoff team, and they were a playoff team this year. they They sort of snuck in. I think they have a great roster everywhere except quarterback. So this is, to me, it's not, you definitely don't draft one. you got to bring in the right veteran to sort of maximize the talent. They have a good offensive line, a great defense, and all this talent at wide receiver. So if you could bring in a quarterback who can throw a long ball to George Pickens, then I think you're back in business. Okay, so if they're open to trading for a quarterback and you think it's somebody who needs to be able to air this out a little bit more, maybe keep those wide receivers a little happier than well, they had been uh, before, you know, under Kenny Pickett and they got happier under Mason Rudolph because everyone was getting a lot more touches down the field. Who do you think fits the profile? Well, I do you remember I said they got to get Justin Fields? Yeah. I am thinking about this, and maybe I'm cooling a little bit of this, because Justin Fields holds on to the ball a lot. He's not a great distributor in okay. the Brock Purdy yeah. sense, because he's going to take a lot of targets away. Now, it, it depends. What's your identity? Are you going to be a running team? Because Justin Fields is an amazing running quarterback. But if you really want to keep Pickens and Deontay Johnson, who's very good, happy, then Russell Wilson works here. because Russell, Russell Wilson works Russell, here. Russell throws that moon ball down the field. That was his. That's his most effective pass. If he has anything left in the tank physically... I think he can get the ball to those receivers. Now, listen, and the other thing, too, you can get him for nothing. Well, R- Russell Wilson is uh, definitely available. How it ended at the end of the year with Russell Wilson. Let's not forget what happened at the end of the year with Denver. They apparently went to yeah. him in the bye week, asked him to forego some of his injury guarantees or else he would be benched. Uh, he said no. 
that was all secret. They go on a five-game winning streak. Everything gets, you know, kind of covered up. And then we're at the end of the year, and Russ, they said, we're going to have to bench you because we don't want to pay you the injury guarantees. And Russell Wilson goes to the media and says, the team was trying to, you know, play hardball with me. You know, it's funny. The second I said Russell Wilson, I could almost hear the Steelers fans groaning. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what's getting them excited. Now, you have yeah. Arthur Smith, who's come in, the oh, former well. Titans and Titans offensive coordinator, and then obviously just came off of a failed stint with the Atlanta Falcons. This, to me, screams run. You know, he was all about the run game. That's a good thing for uh, Pittsburgh. It's a good thing. Okay. They're playing Arizona in a must-win situation, and their offense, the best thing they can do is run for 3.5 yards per carry. Aren't no, they have tired? to get better at that. I'm Aren't saying. you tired of this Mike Tomlin sort of run the ball, pound it out, win with defense? Aren't we, aren't we ready to modernize in Pittsburgh? I know you did it when Big Ben was there and throwing it all over the yard. They have the talent to be a passing team. This is 2024. I, I know the Ravens won with run, but you got to throw the ball. Okay, you have to throw the ball, but you're not getting – listen, the Steelers brought back Mike Tomlin. They said also we have to start winning playoff games. No kidding. But – this doesn't mean you to- you're clearly not totally revolutionizing the offense when you bring back Tomlin and then you bring in Arthur Smith. I know, and I was disappointed by that. I wanted to see somebody with a little more wide open. You know, I, I think Fields is still the pick. He can actually throw the ball downfield. He just needs to develop that aspect of his game, and, and I don't know if Arthur Smith is the guy to do it. But I like this as the quarterback is part of the running attack, and you've got the Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, you know, two-headed monster, which Tony Romo just found out about five minutes ago. And I just, I, I like this, and I think he can grow with these receivers. What have we said about Justin Fields? And by the way, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers owner came out and said, as we sit here in February, we're not closing the door on anything when he was asked if Pittsburgh would trade for a quarterback. So if you, what are we saying about Justin Fields? He needed receivers, right? He needed receivers in Chicago. And once they did make a trade, he did get better. Now he got hurt in the middle of the year. But I think Fields has the ability to get the ball downfield. Fields has this, and maybe it was a coach in Chicago, he has this thing he holds onto the ball and takes a lot of sacks. Or he runs. Right. So George Pickens, it was, I, I almost, I was screaming at the television, target George Pickens. And the Steelers in key games would not throw that man the ball. And he's one of the top 10 most talented receivers in the league. So you, if you have a quarterback, and can this be fixed with Justin Fields? Justin Fields just will not let it rip. He will not run the offense. He goes back there, and he's trying to make a play. And he's incredibly talented. But for some reason, his mentality has not been, you know, three-step drop, gone. He just, for, because he's so physically talented, too, right. I think, that, uh, that he's holding on to the ball, trying to make a big play in Chicago. But that could be because he didn't have the receivers. Or is it because that's just his mentality that I have to make the play? Okay, so this is interesting from the Steelers because you say you're gonna you're not closing the door on trading for a quarterback. We start thinking about like, ooh, you know, former top picks yeah. and, da-da. you know, our very own Pete Pilate had said this a couple weeks ago. Gardner Minshew, like, you know, if they would bring him in to compete just with Kenny Pickett and with Mason Rudolph, that wouldn't. I don't think that would be a trade because he's yeah. a backup quarterback. But who they bring in will tell you how serious they are about actually having competition for Kenny Pickett. Let's not forget, that was a first round draft pick only a couple of years ago. They might not have completely given yeah. up on him. So we start fantasizing about, oh, Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins and, you know, and and Russell Wilson, and could they make this big splashy move? They might say, hey, we're going to bring in like a Gardner Minshew, and this is what we're going to do to try to just have a little competition for Pickett and read between the lines. Like, it's still Pickett's job to lose. Yeah, that's funny because when you think about it, 
Gardner Minshew was probably better than Russell Wilson last well, year. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, I don't know what is, caliber they're going no, for here, how much sizzle they're going for. I actually think you're, I think you nailed it. I think they bring in a Tannehill or a Minshew. Uh, Tannehill, then, how are you going to do that? I mean, the guy's in his late 30s. I know he was with Arthur Smith in Tennessee, but that was a while ago. Well, Joe Flacco is 39, and we saw him have a, a yeah for five hot, games hot until he threw back-to-back pick sixes in a playoff game. I mean, let's face it. Let's be honest here. We're talking about the a similar level of quarterback with all these guys. Uh, is any of the, is anyone we named here going to put the Steelers as a favorite in the AFC with Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert? So I'm not sure. The funny thing is, we might just be extenuating this run of 10 win seasons for the Steelers because we've had Steeler fans and Steelers experts who've told us there's a growing frustration that they're a playoff team but not a Super Bowl team sure so honestly it's unfortunate we're talking about it like this way you know it'd be great if they had a real all pro level quarterback I don't see a way to do that so you're gonna have to try and plug the hole the best way you can well Listen, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. The owner of the team says they're not closing the door on potentially trading for a quarterback. I guess my thing about that is they keep being right there. I mean, they were a playoff team, and with Mason Rudolph at the helm, you know, to bring the season home. So, Well, they weren't really right there with Rudolph, though. They never felt dangerous. They felt... No, they felt like they were kind of hanging on. And Mike yeah. Tomlin, you know, there were major questions about his future, and then he got to say, ha-ha, you know, they're yeah. bringing me back and not making a change. And they never win any game when T.J. Watt's not on the field, no. and Watt was hurt at the end of the season. They, and for the wild card game against the Bills. Yeah, they, they can't. They just can't win without T.J. Watt. Uh, what if... I'll tell you one name. What's that? I don't think the Aaron Rodgers New York Jets situation is working out great. And if he wants to follow in Brett Favre's <laughs> footsteps and leave the Jets in a season, maybe that's a kind of wild swing. Maybe they call New York. I mean, how many how many features do we need to see, EJ, that the Jets are broken? Pry that yeah. dude away. If Aaron Rodgers is on the Wait Steelers, then we're talking. Hey, EJ is our resident Jets fan here. He got to enjoy four snaps and 15 conspiracy theories, and then the guy's going to go. <laughs> Hell of and that feels like not the, the ratio of snaps to conspiracy theories is just not working it's out. It's not that different than Brett Favre. I mean, how many? <laughs> uh, he had snaps of a different kind. With yeah, a, God. So, yeah. Geez. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it'd be more if he was going to really really going to follow in the Favre footsteps. Minnesota has a vacancy at quarterback. Rodgers could go to Minnesota and get to the NFC title game. But no, honestly, or a late Tom Brady, like the Steelers really need to be aggressive here and take a swing. I wish there was a guy, say there was a an older quarterback floating around who wanted one more chance because they well, have. Well, that's this, Russ. It's Russ. I wish there was an even better one than him because yeah. they have this great roster that all they need is a quarterback to unlock it. And I think Tomlin has proven he could be a Super Bowl coach. Uh, because that really, if you look at that team, there's just one thing missing, and it's the wrong thing to be missing. EJ, your thoughts? I mean, <laughs> you're not getting rid of Rodgers. Well, that, look, that would be so I, anticlimactic. To be honest, I would I would have got rid of him this offseason. That would have been me. All right, there that's, were, that's for another segment. Yeah, right? but there but, were some. No, there were rumblings that hey, this isn't working with Rodgers. That had you guys are it. nuts. They're going to the hold on to Aaron Rodgers. I'm surprised they didn't put him in a you know lock him in a closet or but something the, like that. Well, They're not well, letting well, him well, go they anywhere. Well, they could, well, I mean, they need to get rid of the offensive coordinator and, and a lot of these staffers that they brought in for Aaron. And if they did, I don't know if Aaron would have wanted to stay. What's so. in there? a report that Aaron Rodgers is staying with the Jets. The, yes. fact, the yes. fact that there had to be a report that he's staying means that there was at least a possibility in someone's mind that he was going to go. I mean, look, I, 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 it turns out the Russell Wilson thing, too. I mean, I said on this show, I, I gave you guys the options for what Steelers should do. I said either Cousins or Russell Wilson. And Perloff has come to the dark side. I love it. Like we, I don't actually want Cousins. Coming off an Achilles, 
Oh, I think Cousins would be great there. I think Cousins is going to have a lot of suitors this year. Yeah. And again, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Owner comes out and says they are not shutting the door on anything and specifically not shutting the door on trading for a quarterback this offseason. I think Cousins goes back to Minnesota. He I might. Mean, that, that is the I just, perfect fit. He's great with Kevin O'Connell, and they need a quarterback. But doesn't it just feel like Quasi, their general manager, just... Yeah. He's been looking for an out. He just doesn't. Yeah. He, he well, just talks like a guy that's ready for a divorce. Quite frankly, you know, well, he just doesn't. He doesn't sound like a guy that's committed. So they're like, kind of like the Steelers. Like, who's their quarterback? Then you need. They need a quarterback. Well, they're picking eleven, and so I don't know if you know how deep is this quarterback draft actually going to be. Who are you going to be able to trade up with? Um, you know. It's going to be a fight. This is going to be a fun draft season. But that aside, because we know the Pittsburgh Steelers, they can't do they can't do this right. They, they can't. can't draft they have the 20th overall 20, pick. Yeah. You can't basically pick Kenny Pickett again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they got a guy with small hands, out of, uh, <laughs> with some college Aww. success, no, come on, come on. All we right. all know he has small hands, Maggie. <laughs> Coming up, you're welcome to weigh in. By the way, we know we're on in Steelers country. If the Steelers are going to trade for a quarterback, who do you want it to be? I think it's Justin Fields. I mean, go with the guy who's got who's young, who's got the upside, who's got, you know, a running ability. You can develop him as a passer. I mean, Arthur Smith, if you're going to be the offense coordinator, you have to be able to maximize the talent. You know, I just I love that for a second chance for Justin Fields. And and again, he's just got the best upside. I'm going to bring in Russell Wilson and I'm going to watch, you know, every Ravens defensive end and I'm watch Miles Garrett and I'm going to watch, you know, Lou Anarumo from the Cincinnati Bengals scheme up against Russell Wilson. It is going to be a death match in the AFC North but and the, I don't think Russ wants that smoke. There's one thing though about the Fields thing that would concern me in Pittsburgh and it's something we've heard we heard a lot about and particularly from Ben Roethlisberger was this issue with culture and this seeming the seemingly lack of leading leadership yep. in the locker room. Yeah. I think a lot of whatever, the little traditions yes. have gone away. I think whatever quarterback you're bringing in has to bring something like he has to bring some kind of pedigree. He has to bring some kind of leadership. Yeah. Oh, and to, Fields is to, too young. He has to, yeah, Fields is too young. He has to bring some kind of cachet. That's why I like the Russ situation because those Steelers yeah. guys don't know better. Like those Denver guys when Russ first got there were really excited. Then they met him. They were like, I don't know how about this guy. But like they were excited because they're like, oh, we're bringing in a Super Bowl winning yep. quarterback. I think there's a chance that Russ or someone like that, even a Kirk Cousins who's been in the, in the league for a while, they come a little cashy. But I think those guys maybe listen. Those guys may be more willing to okay, be but hold on a little more mature. I get it. And Russ definitely has the cachet. Right. However, I ask you. Is Russ a great culture builder? I think he's a great mm. person, great role model for society or whatever, but he rubs people the wrong way. You know, the multiple uh, offices and the wanting his own staff in there the whole time. Granted, I think a lot of guys do this in the league. It's not just him, but he kind of can, he has a reputation of coming off as like a little look at me, a little phony, all that stuff. But doesn't it feel like Russ, in, to take a wrestling term, has had a little bit of a baby face turn this, this season because of what happened with the Sean Payton? in the gene. Yeah, right. Sympathetic people, figure. Yeah, he, but he that, became he, very sympathetic. And a lot of people looked at this and said, hey, you know, whatever you think about him as a personality, this is a respected quarterback who is a professional yeah. and he's being railroaded. I think that that will help him. And I think also when you go through something like that, it's humbling. Like Russell Wilson, we know, got the run of the place in Seattle. And 
it really rubbed a lot of those great players who were on that team sure. the wrong way because those guys felt like they're they still out there they, talking they got about shafted, it, and they're yeah. still talking about it. Well, you go through this situation in Denver, that's extremely humbling. I think you may get a slightly different. He's going to be yeah. who he is, but I don't think you're going to get the prima donna that maybe we we think he is. The thing with the Steelers, the thing with Steelers, they make a deal with the devil on their wide receivers. They're the greatest. They mm-hmm. can identify wide receiver talent, but they take guys who fall in the draft. He's a character. Now I don't really um, assigning George Pickens. How could George Pickens be around in the second round if there wasn't questions about his football personality? Buy-in, yeah. right? Yeah, his buy-in. So body language. I mean, it goes like to that. me back. I mean, they had this great defensive team. Then Antonio Brown, the most talented receiver in the league, comes in and they can't win a Super Bowl. And they do it again and again. They have Martavis Bryant, Antonio Brown, San Antonio Holmes. These wildly talented wide receivers. It's hard. They've needed like Big Ben's. I know Big Ben. Well, wasn't Ben a great isn't, leader. you know, but exactly least, the person we're putting on a pedestal but, and saying model citizen. But at least he kept that together. And I think actually it's a great point by EJ. Can Kenny Pickett demand respect? Because I think Pickett or Fields. Be, yeah, or Fields. Because Pickens and Deontay Johnson griping seem to that. That's when things seem to unravel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's available. Aaron Rodgers would do it. But then again, we he would cut <laughs> those guys and bring in. <laughs> yeah, bring, Alan Lazard bring, with like, him in a suitcase. George Pickens, you're awesome, but you're no Alan Lazard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We're going to need a little Mercedes Lewis on yeah. this team. What's, the, what's Donald Driver doing right yeah. now? <laughs> James Jones, get out of the booth. <laughs> Line up in the slot. 855-2124-CBS. All right, Steelers options at quarterback. You're welcome to weigh in. We can also put the poll question up. Is Russell Wilson a good fit for the Pittsburgh Steelers? You can go vote at Maggie and Pearl and Come on back. We've got our Super Bowl bulletin, the news you need about the big game. We do that next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. I got on the elevator this morning on the way to work. Yeah. And there was... A guy who was on drugs. I'm not oh, going to lie right, to you right. here. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> well, it's 2 o'clock in the morning in Las Vegas. I didn't think he was going to church. Yeah. So he was not getting up to go to work like I was. <laughs> yeah. uh, he Walking was, with determination. He kept um, sticking out his tongue. Oh, at you or just no, in general? No, in, in just in, in, to the universe. <laughs> like a lizard? <laughs> like a lizard, yes. And it was 10 floors. and I so 10 like, floors? Yeah, yeah 10 That's floors. That's a long ride. Two. Yeah, and he, he, of course, could not figure out which one was the lobby. 
And then he turned to me, is this a lobby? And uh, I was like, uh, like yes. No, man, it's the roof. Yeah. Uh, we've been going up this whole time. Do you know, I mean, you have some experience with drugs, man. <laughs> no, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I mean, I did hear rumors of college, maybe. <laughs> Those reports are classified. So what kind of drug would make you stick out your tongue repeatedly? That's a great question. Is that mm-hmm. Special K? Is that LSD? <laughs> I mean, we are in the town of fear and loathing in Las Vegas. It reminded oh. me a lot of that Hunter S. Thompson character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe he's trying to re-embody re- or embody Hunter S. Thompson now, without here, the talent. Here's the thing. I hope he was on drugs, because if he wasn't on drugs, then that's truly terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks around like that yeah make sure nobody bothers them so so sticking out your tongue like a lizard what drug are you on that's got to be googleable right yeah what makes you stick out your tongue like a lizard so can we ask siri it's 422 local if we wander back to the casino how many people are up from last night i would say everyone everyone okay (laughs) yeah Yeah, so if i see someone at a table they're up they're not. They did not wake up and come here. No, they're no, all playing through. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They didn't wake up this morning like us. No, yeah. they. They've been up since you, yesterday. No, we like woke up and showered and came here. They're like still on the night. It's, oh yeah. It's still Tuesday to them. It's Wednesday to all of us. How did that dude end up on the eleventh floor? He didn't. I don't think he's staying here. Well, that's not alarming <laughs> because you definitely need a room key to yeah. get up to any floor, as I've been told. I think he just, uh, you know, wandered he just landed in. there. It was probably on the roof at some point, hangover style. <laughs> this, this place is weird, but I'm excited. What a great night last night. EJ and I had the best night we've ever had together. It was so much fun <laughs> from 515 You guys on. renewing your vows yeah, like the Elvis no. wedding? No, it was just the, the Vegas experience of fullest we went to a hot vegas restaurant we hobnobbed with celebrities it was just like it was just a good time but there was something missing though ej i can't put my finger on what it was i know the only your only your girl yeah yeah yeah. oh wait you weren't there maggie (laughs) uh well we'll all hang out tonight we got a big we got a lot going on it's vegas it's gonna be an exciting week i know and we did some really fun vegas stuff yesterday after the show which will be on our social media and we'll talk about it because this special moment also gave us souvenirs Oh, I know. So, we're psyched about that. Where are those, EJ? Uh, they're in the room. Let <laughs> <laughs> me send the lizard guy back. <laughs> yeah, but maybe, maybe that's here's, where he was going. <laughs> here's EJ's room key. You, oh, yeah. I'm can sure you go grab? Sure everything will still be in there when I get back. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here. I'm told also Pete Bellotti might be in the house. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. We we didn't realize you were on the mic last hour. We thought they were playing a drop of you and <laughs> something recorded. Pete, why do you have a problem with Jose Altuve's new contract? Well, I mean, I mean, everyone wants to talk about them cheating and whatnot. You know, first of all, I've said this before: sign stealing, I, I think, is the oldest trick in the book. If you're not changing your signs, that's on you. Right. So that, that's the first thing. But he is is the ultimate culprit in this whole thing. He was accused of wearing buzzers under his uniform, and he's getting rewarded. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> well, the team is going to give him the money. Yeah. I still. I don't believe the buzzer thing. I don't believe it either. Oh. Well, uh, why did well, he regardless, I'll show you some tweets where he hits a home run uh, preceding bang, bang. We know at least he was he was definitely <laughs> listening to the garbage can. Oh, no, no, no. He definitely was part of the, the cheating. Can, for sure. No doubt, no doubt. But it was a while ago. They have one since. Did you think they weren't going to give Jose Altuve a truckload of money, Pete? Oh, that's fine. I mean, whatever. Give him, give him, give him four hundred million dollars. I don't really don't care. The, the 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 point is, I mean, the guy. Let's Carlos Beltran can't sniff a job. Meanwhile, this guy could have been wearing buzzers on his uniform under his uniform, and he 
when he hit that home run, he didn't want to take off his shirt. Come Wait, on. But, but Pete, that was, my thing though was this is the Astros. Like Hi, they, they they should embrace him. I'm not saying like maybe other teams shouldn't, but right. I was like, why would the Astros not say, well, like, I, all right, we're all cheaters. Well, well this is me, our guy. Did you go as far as does Jose Altuve get a statue in Houston? 100%. I mean, yes, he should. I mean, I think you save on building materials because it's a short. <laughs> statue. Oh, you don't need as much bronze. <laughs> yeah, you don't need as much bronze. But Pete, would that bother you if he well, got yeah, a Hall I mean, of Fame God. statue and all that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to put a statue. Well, the fact that we're putting up all these statues for everybody is another thing. Oh, but, wow. I mean, <laughs> I mean there shouldn't be. Too many statues, the people out of That's yeah. a chapter in the book. Too many statues. I mean, why don't, I, there's other Astros, I think, that could get a statue before him. Wait, Bogish, what, what was the name of the people, Adi book? What's the matter with you people? Uh, volume that's two? The, that's volume. one of them. There's uh, enough of these people. Oh, yeah, enough people. of these It people. doesn't make sense was another, <laughs> another <laughs> volume. We're all wondering, who's the Astro that gets in over a, who, Jose Altuve? Who gets a statue? Right. Overall, uh, Jeff, you could make a case for Jeff Bagwell. Oh, if you want. Uh, I mean, from no, from this got, team. They got no rings. No, but they're, they're and better And a couple Astros. whispers about some other stuff. Yeah, by the way, Jeff Bagwell is your, uh, <laughs> is your <laughs> guy? <laughs> okay, so let's, well, hey, don't... I have a different thought on the steroid thing. We've talked yeah, about this. Yeah, that's different. But let's see. I mean, Alex Bregman, does he get a, something in the back? <laughs> Alex Bregman is not getting a statue before Jose Altuve. No, Altuve is the guy. Is Altuve not obviously the greatest Astro ever? Is that really not? Is this a... Um, we got to think well, about Biggio that. Well, Biggio is a Hall of Famer. Right. right. And Altuve will Altuve is going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he has two championships. Did Altuve got an MVP? Is, yeah, he, he won it. MVP. He won it controversially yeah, think, in the year they that should, they were cheating. Aaron right, Judge, Judge should have won it. Should have won it. But, but Biggio, I don't think has an MVP. No, I mean, I don't know. I watch these guys play. I thought I think Altuve's definitely better than Biggio. Well, listen, I think the best part about this is we are adding to the volume and chapters of the People Adi book. What the <laughs> hell's the matter with everybody? Right. Slash, I'm right about everything. I, I think that this is. Well, I'm we're not sitting ri- on a million dollar idea. I here. am not right about everything. That's another book. <laughs> so, but, but, yeah. Admitting that's my new, fault. That's a new one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know everything would be the real heel turn. It would be the real <laughs> kicker. I turned book, face on that one. <laughs> yeah, book three is forget everything I said in books one and two. <laughs> Here's the real story. Pete, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Have a good morning. I well, appreciate you very much. Andrew Bogish has headlines. We have our Super Bowl bulletin as well. well let's get to Bogish. How you doing, dude? I'm okay, guys. He's not the MVP. He's not the best quarterback in Super Bowl 58. But Brock Purdy does have a few positives, says Christian McCaffrey. He's pretty unbelievable. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm just lucky I get to share the locker room with him, to share the huddle with him. I think we all feel the same way what he brings as a player, but also what he brings as a teammate. And he might want to bring some touchdown passes to Sunday if the Niners are to win the sixth Super Bowl in team history. Both teams get on the practice field later today in Vegas. Now, you may remember that administrative timeout early in the AFC title game. It was for a drone flying over the stadium in Baltimore. Now the pilot or driver, whatever you call him, of the drone is facing federal charges. Officials followed the drone back to a neighborhood near M&T Bank Stadium, and that's where they found 44-year-old Matthew Bear of Pennsylvania. He was wearing a Ravens jersey in town to watch the game with friends. He says he didn't know he couldn't fly the drone close to the stadium but now he's facing three felonies operating an unregistered drone, serving as an airman without a certificate, and violating national defense airspace. Mm. Specifically, you are not allowed to fly a drone near a stadium with 30,000-plus fans in it. So this dude in a lot of trouble 
for being okay. a doofus. Okay, first of all, I'm glad we have these kind of laws because we yeah. don't want things flying over stadiums. So that's the serious part of this. Now, the other part, I don't watch a lot of prison movies or prison shows yeah. because they're kind of disturbing. Yeah. But I can't imagine a guy like this gets locked up and yeah. has to go to like Oz or whatever whatever prison was in that show. Yeah. And they're like, what are you in for? Like, drone. <laughs> I flew a drone over the Chiefs-Ravens game. And the guy's like, what are you in for? He's like, double murder. You yeah. know, this would this doesn't feel like he would do well in the clink. Honestly, I actually, though, I, I think that this guy, I know one of my favorite, you talk about prison shows, one of my favorite ones ever is Prison Break. This guy would be the number one draft pick for my prison break team. Oh. This guy's flying drones from miles and miles away into stadiums. Like, he got yeah, caught. Yeah. But my thing is, like, <laughs> if you're trying to get out of prison, you want this guy in. You no. want this guy in the building. He's, he's your guy. Why? He Are you going to have the drone sick. carry you out of prison? What's, your, I don't, what, what's the angle here? He's, he's clearly smart, and he's clearly, I mean. Why, because he's a gadget he guy? Stupid, but, yeah, he's clearly resourceful. Well, no, the guy got he caught didn't on build his the drone. He just <laughs> bought it and flew it. He got caught it's sitting not, on you his. Think it's easy flying a drone. Wait, he got caught how many miles away from the stadium, sitting on his couch? This dude is a sitting duck. He's gonna get. He's gonna yeah. get us all caught. I don't. I don't need this dude as part of my prison break. By the way, he has the worst effect. I read the backstory. He said normally there's a geofence where you cannot get the drone over the stadium, and because he's tried before, Ugh. except there was a flaw in the programming, and they usually you can't fly a drone over the stadium, but the geofence was down, and it got over the stadium. So he's claiming so, it's like an accident. Well, he's obviously been trying to do this before. Yeah, right. This so he's, a, he's got a problem with drones <laughs> over stadiums. See, look, he's persistent. He, he's not. He's not going to give up easily. I'm telling you. Yeah, he's your prison break. This guy, he's the number one draft pick. You have to main for him. Honestly, if he starts sticking out his tongue like a lizard, this could be the guy that Perloff saw in the elevator this morning. Well, yeah, he might be in Vegas trying to cause some trouble. It's an indoor stadium. I'm not sure what a drone could do. Do you guys know there's a... Have you guys ever heard... I, I shouldn't talk about this. If he's have, resourceful, he'll get the drone in. Yeah, have sorry. you ever heard about the movie Black Sunday? Do you guys know this movie? No. no. It's a 1972, and you somebody check this, movie where they fly a hot air balloon over the Super Bowl, and they drop darts, thousands of darts oh, on the fans. Oh, that's so dark. It's a big... T it was like a main main theater movie. It wasn't like some small movie. Why were they doing that? Just as for uh, havoc and mayhem? It was yeah, some sort of terrorist attack. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's one of the reasons they Nin are very careful about drones. 1977. Honestly, that's like the the juxtaposition of Hey, hot air balloon is like kind of happy, <laughs> and it's like, and <laughs> yeah. you're throwing darts from it. Like, whoa, that turned. Well, yeah, like, I know. Like, <laughs> wow. What happened I mean, to our picnic and champagne sounds, toast? It almost sounds like a like a Game of Thrones attack. Like you know when they have those yes. big battles. Like that's not something they would do. Like oh, we're gonna fly like a balloon and we're gonna drop darts on the. Yeah, also, like when they put all the green stuff in the ocean. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Or it's like this is a Bond villain type of thing. Yes. It's like and we'll get away in a hot air balloon. <laughs> it's like what's the fastest way out of here? We'll escape in a hot air balloon. It's like what about a plane? Like no. No, no, not a plane. They'll never find us in the hot air balloon. That's why you have to build an indoor stadium. Like, your Buffalo Bills are building an outdoor stadium. What about dart attacks? Have they thought about this at all? <laughs> and they're rampant in upstate New York, so you really got to think about it. Call the governor's office. Bogus, that was interesting. What else you got? Uh, the coaching change has not yet worked in Milwaukee. The Bucks can't figure out how to win just yet under Doc Rivers. Suns leading by 12, 104 to 92. Booker on the drive. Back out to Beal. He's open for three. Didn't take it. Instead, Durant will. Right side. He got Kevin Durant from downtown puts the Suns up 15, their biggest lead of the night. John Bloom, Suns Radio, Phoenix down Milwaukee, 114-106. Kevin Durant scored 28. The Bucks now 1-4 under Doc. It did not help last night. 
that Damian Lillard and Brooke Lopez didn't play. Then Chris Middleton twisted his ankle and did not return in the first quarter. Jalen Brunson hurt his right ankle late in the next 123-113 home win over the Grizzlies. No postgame update from the team. The Knicks have won 10 of 11 and 16 of 19. The Thunder losing in Utah, 124-117. Lowry Markkinen posting 33 points and 11 boards for the Jazz. Coming off beating Duke over the weekend, third-ranked North Carolina losing at home to Clemson, 80-76. Just the second time ever that the Tigers win at Chapel Hill. Elsewhere, number 13, Baylor beat Texas Tech 79-73 in a meeting of ranked Big 12 teams. The Jose Altuve extension that's so angering Pete is five years <laughs> and $125 million. And in front of Perloff and Zach Gelb and Sully, but not Maggie, the Oilers <laughs> lost to the Golden Knights last yes. night, 3-1, ending their win streak at 16 games, one yep. shy of matching the all-time NHL record. Guys, back to you. Real quickly on the hockey game, because I was there for this conversation. There was an issue where Sully had extra tickets. I did not want to go because I'm going to be ready for the show. He said, what about Maggie? And me and Perloff both looking out for you said, well, Maggie said she was really tired. There was an issue with water. And she wants to go to sleep. We don't think that we don't want to bother her. I don't think that she. An want issue to with water. <laughs> none was... running in my hotel room. Nothing uh, coming out of any of the faucets. It's not a minor detail. It wasn't like right, oh, it's we, lukewarm. There was none of it. Right, but we wanted you to be there for yeah. when it eventually came back. So we're like, I don't think she wants to go to a hockey game. She's well, like, she she could have gone to the hockey game and she knew it. Well, this is uh, listen, yeah. this is ridiculous. No, no. Now guys... she's got EJ describing her like the Eagles from Arizona, all dried out from the dry <laughs> <laughs> water problem. I'm just like in my room like just really parched you know um no hockey for me i can't why would i ever want to distract myself from this awesome situation that i find myself in yeah um you know just my friends going out having a good time without me that's it oh as compared to uh a friend is like well i have plans Mm. Um, I did Maddie, have you're plans. You're the bad guy. You're the bad guy you in the story of Tuesday night. Well, hold on. I had plans with someone you guys know. Well, you know him, Perloff. Yeah. You met him, EJ. He's a great guy. Worked with him a long time. Uh, my friend Joe. And who cancels on Joe? No, no. And you no, actually, I was never going to do that. You did invite me. You said, oh, yes. you're welcome to join. But I'm like, you know what? No, I want to go out and have a great time. <laughs> and me and EJ, we got things to do. Uh, so Maggie made her own choice. I, well, I, I didn't know you guys were going to do something cool. I thought you were just going to like do something small. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I went to your favorite restaurant. I went to the Golden Knights game. It's like, can we, wait, what? Can we be real about it? Your decision making uh, with no sleep is bad. It's, it's yeah. yeah. You're making some basic mistakes. So am I. I can tell <laughs> that I am off. <laughs> yeah, it turns oh, yeah. off. You should. It turns out you should not stay up for twenty out of twenty four yeah. hours in a day. The simple things seem to be really challenging you and me right now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a mess. But we're holding it together <laughs> for the show. It's funny because we haven't had one drink or played one hand of blackjack. We haven't spun a roulette wheel. This has been a full business business trip. You haven't had a drink yet. No. No water. Yeah, and no water. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Actually, in reality, it is hard to get water. Honestly, I would have, if I could have had, I probably would have had to chug a bottle of wine or something just because I was so thirsty. It is hard to get water around here, weirdly. Um, it's the desert. But just like there's no bottles of water around. Um, That's why they Thanks, NFL. Lizard people in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I looked that up. Uh, your options are not good here. <laughs> oh, what drug that guy is on? Yeah, uh, looks like could be some antipsychotics. It's a. It sounds like it's a on. sound effect. A so- sound effect. Oh. A side effect. Oh yeah. Oh, this guy wow. had to look. 
Like, well, uh, glad you got out of that elevator. <laughs> I'm like, he wasn't flying a drone over a stadium. He was, he was, he was in the drone, carrying them in the desert. <laughs> By the way, Perloff said this movie. What was it called? Black Sunday. Yeah, is that what it's called? Each. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, small detail that you got wrong, according to the chat. Delta Nine's in the chat. Knows a thing or two about this conversation. It wasn't a hot air balloon. It was a blimp. That's a, a slight. Difference. It's a slightly different oh. visual. <laughs> it was a blimp that <laughs> threw darts down over a stadium in the seventies. You said they were in a hot air balloon. Well, like yeah. I was expecting, you know. Well, I mean, a blimp. A, like a, like a oh. husband and wife, you know. I uh, forgot it was a blimp. Okay, it's a blimp. They actually run on the same kind of system, right? Yeah. No, but yeah, I'll, I'll defend Paul from that. A yeah, a blimp is a hot air. Yeah, balloon. it's no. like a more advanced hot air balloon. No. Yeah, it's an aerodynamic. No. Hot air. I forgot it was a blimp. I'm sorry. One also, of them has a, gas. The other one you have to yeah. cut. Get the cut ropes to go higher. Yeah. Well, they, they, well Ryan, they, they it's called hot air. What do yeah, you yeah, they, they both yeah, but at the same the same time, way. it's one's different. It's, it's just a different. different. It's a different vibe. No, they're for both sure. like fire coming up from the bottom, right? Yeah, but the vibe. No, I think on that a blimp, was the one that exploded. The, the original blimp was the Hindenburg. That didn't work. So Actually, they, and you want to know what? I'm sorry to cut you off, Bogus. The place we went to yesterday, which we'll tell you about next, there actually was. A little piece of the Hindenburg. Oh, yeah. That's why the Hindenburg. Yeah, that actually came up yesterday. Yeah, they're not the same thing. A, a blimp is filled with light gas that makes it float. Yeah, helium, right? Yeah. yeah. There's no, a, there's, it's not on fire like a hot air balloon. A hot, right. Like a hot air balloon, blimps use gas to uh, right. generate power. They're the same exact Okay, exactly. I'll say this. What about the vibe, though? The vibe of a hot air balloon is not the same as a vibe of a blimp. Although, uh, I do agree with that. it's that, still something a Bond villain would use to escape a crime scene as opposed to just taking an airplane. But that's, let me ask more, you. that's more Bond villain to me, blimp, than hot air balloon. Yeah, Can I just so. say one thing, though? The hot air balloon, you have the little area. Basket. There's not like blimps. There's all these places to drop darts from. And we're still talking about, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a blimp. I don't even think functionally if you're going to attack a stadium, they're that different. There's only nine blimps in the world, I think, left. Is that right? It's like there's, wow. not, there's not a lot of them. So The good year? And that's all I know. Probably multiple good years, right? I mean, there's... Because it's at every game. It has to be more than one. <laughs> They're still there, right? Yeah, I Yeah, think Goodyear so. Blimp. Um, all right. They're not going to sponsor us now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love blimps. We love higher balloons, too. Uh, Bogus, how are we doing? Uh, we're good. I'm going to I'm gonna go research blimps and hot air balloons for <laughs> The hot Bogus, topic on Super Bowl week. Bogus is going to be knee-deep. We'll expect a 50-slide uh, deck when we come back. Maggie and Perloff. Okay, we'll tell you where were we yesterday in Vegas. What was going on? with the Maggie and Perloff show, and why did it net us a couple amazing souvenirs? We'll get to that next. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. So we went out and did this really cool thing yesterday, and actually uh, our assistant program director, Dave Marinick, who's here and helping us, had to go retrieve the souvenirs. So we will have them momentarily. But we can. should we describe it, or should we wait until we have them here with us on the set? Uh, let's wait. I okay. just I think we're developing a theme this week. Oh, what's that? Uh, we're in Vegas. It feels very Elvisy. Yes. So that's a little a little uh, that's teaser. a little hint. But you know, to to me, the two people that I think of most with Vegas are Elvis and Frank Sinatra. Sure. Or just and the Rat Pack in general. Yeah. We cannot pull off Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our season. No, I wish we're we not could. cool enough. Yeah. I mean, but Elvis was pretty cool. And are we pulling that off? No. Well, I think Elvis is. Uh, 
in a funny way easier to pull off because you can walk around Vegas, you'll see all forms of Elvis. Yes, that's true. You get early Elvis, <laughs> yeah. you get a little the you know in the white jumpsuit, then you get the later a little you know bloated all this. Yeah, stuff. Um, I mean everybody could do a little Elvis. I would love EJ. Are you going to sing some Elvis later? Because you're so good at. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a deep, I have a deep voice, so that, that that's probably you can hound dog. Yeah. Ain't nothing but a hound dog. Oh my gosh. Crying I'm, all the time. It's honestly it's an upset that EJ even knows the lyrics because when he yeah. had to sing Don't Stop Believing is as have as if he had never heard this song before. Oh no, I'm sorry, oh, Sweet, Sweet Caroline. Caroline. It was Sweet Caroline, pardon me. It was like you had never heard of this alien song that got dropped onto Earth. <laughs> so, you know, so you know what's funny about that? So I'll never forget Hound Sweet uh, Hound Dog and a couple of other Elvis songs because in fourth grade we had a play that we did and our play was basically going through the history of music up until like maybe 1970 or 80. So we're playing all this like disco, Elvis, uh, um, you know, probably not Motown, in that order. Motown yeah. not in the order. No, we went through time order. So I had to memorize all of these songs for like three months. Like, Wait, hold on. We went to an Elvis themed wedding two days ago. You didn't mention any of this. We could have had you on the microphone. I didn't think about it just now, so you made me sing. <laughs> but I had to memorize all these songs, and guess who I played in the in the uh, in the in the show? Because of course I was one of maybe I might be the only black <laughs> your boy in the class. Guess who I played in the, in the show? Elvis. No. Oh, James Brown. <laughs> oh no! So you could do James. Brown. I was James Brown. Well, I don't know if I could do James Brown now, but I, I that was I was, and I don't know if I could do it then. But I was the only <laughs> option, right? So I, I was I was James. Well, wow, they casted that literally. <laughs> yes, I was James Brown, the fourth grade play, and I had an afro. And I, every time they asked me a question, I just said, "Huh, I feel good." Like that there was my go. line That's every good. time. That might be your best thing yet. There you go. I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm in the right city. That's like the coolest fourth grade play I've ever heard. Of. Yeah, I would actually awesome. buy a ticket to that. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> I had to do like Cinderella in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, man, I, the fourth grade play. I didn't think EJ would be a theater dork, but here we are. <laughs> theater was like my unofficial minor in college. <laughs> Love it. Wow, wow, we gotta mine that for some yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, looking ahead at this game, can we do our Super Bowl bulletin? Please, Ryan, do you mind teeing that up for us? Oh, thank you, sir. Every day, once a show, giving you one thing you need to know about the Super Bowl. And today, Perloff, we're highlighting the defense. And the defense on the 49ers ended up being a bit of the the weak link on this team, especially the run defense. Now, a lot of the guys were asked about it. And... One thing that caught me a little off guard was Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw was talking about, well, Steve Wilkes, the defense coordinator, called it an unacceptable uh, performance in the NFC Championship game, allowing the Lions to get out to that big lead. And Dre Greenlaw, part of me, said, I think the most important thing is how we felt about it as a team. I agree to the fullest. I felt we could play harder, and I felt I could have played harder, too. So you've got to look at yourself. That's what it boils down to. How are you not playing hard in the NFC Championship game? How are you not playing hard when you're the number one seed? You just got a scare, by the way, from the Packers in the last round, so you know this thing isn't going to be a cakewalk. I found that revealing, and I also felt maybe a little alarming. No. When a guy says something about himself, you can't. he called himself that. You can't then call him out for that. No, he said he, to everyone. He, yeah, yeah. But the other thing, too, Drake Greenlaw gives it 100 on every play. He's a he's a wild man. So I'm not sure. I think the problem started when Drake Greenlaw went after Big Dom on yeah, the Philly sidelines. <laughs> they got suspended. Honestly, that's when the defense started to struggle. I, I 
I think the fact that he said that is saying like basically calling out his teammates, right? Not not Drake. He's just saying we got to be better. I, I the don't playing believe. harder though, like that's yeah. something you can control. You, you know, it, that is all effort is all in your. That's all your responsibility. But he's saying that to inspire guys. Like he said, that's what you kind of want to hear. Like we got to do more. We got to. Mm-hmm. And there is even if you're trying, there's just this next level that athletes get to, and they're not getting there. But to me, sometimes when go, people athletes run to the, we just got to play hard. It sounds a little dismissive. Because it, it, it's just that there's nothing from XNO standpoint. There's nothing from a right. preparation standpoint. Nothing they did. Nothing they did. Right. That they, nothing they did that exploited what you were doing. It's just we if we just show up and do what we're supposed to do, we're gonna win. Well, and the, the 49ers defense does not look like that. Like they look like they have issues far beyond just playing hard. Well, they're it's twofold because we watched an Olay effort when uh jameer gibbs ran in that touchdown from what 15 yards out or 10 yards out it was i mean chase young was the one who really wore it because he seemed to kind of give up on the play but he wasn't the only one out there trying to make a tackle yeah it's bizarre what's happened this defense because coming into this season did anybody think oh my gosh their offense is going to be fire and the defense is going to fall apart they have so many stars it doesn't make any sense drake greenlaw is in many ways the heart of that team too i know he's not the biggest star on that team well fred warner i i know i think drake greenlaw is more of an emotional heart than even fred warner is just incredible but drake greenlaw is the guy that makes him like nasty so I think in a way, he's the most important player on that defense, even though he's not the best. So that's your Super Bowl bulletin. I just thought of something. So we just asked Dave Marinick to go retrieve the souvenirs that are in your hotel room, EJ. Do you think he's going to be mad about that? He didn't seem pleased. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. I, yeah. It's I just mean, early in the morning. I, I don't think I've I've never, not everyone smiles Dave and giggles. Dave is a smileless. He is a very smiley guy. I, I, was, I pretended I was looking at my computer when that whole interaction was going down. I is that not, wrong? I mean, we don't have another set of hands. How far I is just, it? How far is the? It's very far. Brian, you don't understand how far it is. Brian, it's 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 Vegas. It's a casino, so it's um, it's designed that you can never find an exit and you can never leave. So our hotel is connected to. We're staying. I can say it right. We're staying at Luxor. It's connected to Mandalay Bay, and that's where the convention center is. So you have to walk between two massive hotels and casinos to get to. Our elevator bank, which is by far the furthest possible point from this yeah. desk. I had to make it very clear. I was not in on that request. I, I was busy. I'm sorry. That's on I Maggie made the request. EJ. Did yeah. I just mess well, up? Well, yeah. And I feel like I was just roped in. Like, EJ, come here. Oh, Potentially. Uh, oh, God. This is, gonna, oh, no. this is happening. Yeah. My bad? You're going to yeah, see him on the Maggie, slot machines and stuff. Again, <laughs> your decision-making My decision-making is terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you think I offended Dave Marinick? Oh, yeah. This is the last person I want to offend. He's the nicest yeah. person in our office and and one of my bosses. Yeah, no, you. you it was kind of like a help out the team. Yeah. No. Well, I thought it was an okay. I actually thought the request was totally fine until I saw his reaction. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Not thrilled. He also yeah. just, by the way, just brought us coffee. It, he just carried coffee through <laughs> the, that same casino, and he probably had to wait forty-five minutes to get that coffee. Okay, but we still have we we still have two hours of the show. We don't. We want to put the souvenirs here on set. I well, totally understand yeah. why. <laughs> oh no! Oh boy! Yeah. Oh man! Well, there's a lot. I don't of want. I can't have Marinick against me. He's the best ally in the building. Yeah, I mean, there. How many? There's. There's a big crew here. There's a lot of people left for you to offend, Maggie. So, <laughs> oh no! Uh, it's only on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm joking. You're fine. This is why they say you shouldn't spend more than 48 hours in Vegas. Once you hit that mark, yes. all bets are off. No pun intended. Everything goes out the window. Can you walk 2.4 miles to get one little plastic bag I left <laughs> in my room? A great debate series. Oh, what's next? 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.